It's time for more Bet MGM Tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. We shouldn't have talked about all those sauces last segment, guys. Now I'm hungry. Are you? No, you're Thinking not. about, yeah, I'd love some sauce, Chick-fil-A right now. Sauce has the ability to oh, make you hungry? So you're not, le- you, yeah, you clearly don't know this about me, Trista. I am, my wife, if we're at the grocery store, most time we get it delivered, but like, she'll have to pull me away. She's like, no, but I'm like, I want to sample this. What is this sauce right here? This looks good. Like, just all kinds, there's all, the one thing that I loved is that for a while, and I don't see it much anymore, I think it was Kraft, had like, no, it was Heinz. Heinz had barbecue sauces from like different regions that were actually made by real pitmasters from really? Carolina barbecue sauce, Texas and Memphis, and I don't see them anymore. And they were like legit made by people that made bar- that were barbecue pitmasters in those regions. I feel like if you could do anything, mm-hmm. you would be a pitmaster. Oh man, I've always <laughs> so there's a really really good barbecue spot near us uh, at home and I've walked like outside in the back before and they've got big smokers out there and I went up to the guy I was like hey you got any internships they don't have any internships they don't I want to do it so bad yeah I like I like I like smoking meat now but like I'm I think I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the thing yes yeah. pause hey Scott grow up this is a mature show he said smoke we meat. are adults okay we meat. talk about adult things on here back in my neighborhood <laughs> smoke meat man. <laughs> yeah little guy I'm going to probably just get her. Come on now. Come on now. I'm going to get a serious, like, pellet smoker, I think, the electric one, and just be all in. No, because the fact that you know the term pit master. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're, like, into sampling barbecue sauces. Oh, yeah. Tells me you're like a. You're like the sommelier of the... Oh, no, 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 no. There are people that know so much more than me. I, just, I mean, that's your ask. I can tell you're, like, into it. If I could have a place mm-hmm. that is a distillery... So it's bourbon and barbecue. Guys, I'm happy. BBBQ. BBBQ. It's called 4Q. 4Q. BB. BB squared. I don't I would that would make me just so happy. It would be great. I'd have barbecue and bourbon and it would just be it'd be my happy place, guys. People want to open a bar or a winery. No, 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 no. I want barbecue and I want bourbon. And it should be I'm somewhere happy. where it's warm uh, yes. all the time. Yes. So that you can do it outside. Yes. So people have like sit on picnic tables. Mm-hmm. And eat mm-hmm. eat different regional. They don't have like a place where it's all different region. Region like the Epcot Center of Barbecue, it's where true. literally you yeah, can taste really. different types. Because yeah. most people come from like one sort of like recipes they've grown up with or they've learned. Yep. And yeah. It tends to just be that. So yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Four pitmasters, four yeah. different styles. Yeah. You get yeah. to have Carolina one day, mm-hmm. get Kansas City the next day. Yep. Yeah. Texas the next. Oh, yeah. Underrated Memphis. Memphis. Oh, Memphis is so good. Yeah. Yeah. I just, man. Damn it. I I know. Stop. (laughs) I haven't even ate a thing all day. Usually it's Scott over there like, let's get pizza. I am having some barbecue chicken at the house. If anybody wants to come by. Get Andy's Same thing I have Monday through Friday. (laughs) It's good. Stick with that. Stick with the chicken. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I did a little bit of, uh, got back in the fasting, because this week, next week, I don't even know that I'm going to work out. I probably should. But I'm you just, will. You'll I mean, wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to be doing that hard work, of course, but also some pl- some playtime. It's, well. It is an adult playground out there in Vegas, yeah. so let's got be honest. Got you got buddies up there. Got to take looking advantage forward of it. To it. I'm not going to golf. I was going to bring the clubs. I decided I'm not going to golf. I'm just going to take it easy. Well, the weather is going to be not golfing weather. Ah, uh, yeah, but I'm I mean, going to play. I'm Are gonna you still going to play? 50 I really want to play what? Shadow. I really want to play Shadow Creek. Yeah. And if we're on the topic of content and 
sponsoring things. Mm-hmm. That's a great opportunity. <laughs> it's guys, a good one. That's why I was trying to get the off-roading thing that I, we could do there. Do they haven't yeah. gotten back to me on that. We'll I see if that happens. I love ATVs too. Yeah. If we could do some ATV in mm-hmm. and the rocks. Yep. Anyway, we got yep. all man. You guys are a little bit too adventurous. Oh man, I love doing that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. No ATVs. See, for me. that would be. I a will great... be watching a few TVs. Hey, hey. Yo. that would be a great thing for us to do is take Ryan along in one of these off-roading courses. They God, have no. one there for. Ryan's got a bad hit. Remember? Yeah. Doctor says I need a hip diotomy. If you can still get on your Peloton, you can sit in a vehicle that's going over rocks. Nope. You'll be fine. Nope. Coward. I will be at the uh, poker table. <laughs> I'll be at plenty of tables. All right, Tristan, you didn't do your power rankings yet. And we're, like, we're, we're easing into this easy now because it's more of, you know, we're still trying to savor the NFL. But, you know, we're, we're at that point now. We've got a good sample size of a lot of these teams in the NBA. And I'll say this, too. The Thunder and Timberwolves have hung on at the top of the West, I think, longer than I actually expected. Even Minnesota probably more than, than Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you're right, were expecting that to be like a Utah Jazz situation from last year where they let go of the rope kind of right around now. But they're hanging tough, and I think they're going to continue. At 10, I actually have a tie. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't take this team out because, well, one, I'm a homer, right? Not mm-hmm. really a homer, but I, I'm, I'm riding for my squad. D'Lo and Casey, 1320 ESPN at number 10. Tied uh, is the Sacramento Kings with the Phoenix Suns. The Kings have been kind of a disappointment this year because they were such a surprise last mm-hmm. year. But they're 27 and 18, basically the same record that they had last year. I think De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis are better than they were last year. The thing in the knock against De'Aaron Fox is that he couldn't shoot threes, and now he's shooting damn near 40% from three. So I think, you know, when you talk about a guy who can get a bucket down the stretch of a playoff game, De'Aaron is that dude. That's why he's like Steph Curry's mm-hmm. first athlete. Uh, and the Kings probably try to make a move at the deadline for a wing. I don't know that they get there, but I think this Kings team is very dangerous. 14 of the last 16 losses have been team against teams with winning records, so I can't boost them up super high. Yeah. If they can beat teams that there are their bugaboos, man, they're dangerous. Suns, I don't think we can sleep on Phoenix anymore, honestly. They're 8 of 10 winning. That's, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. When you have Beal, you have Kevin Durant, and honestly, Grayson Allen has been huge for them, hitting corner shots just like the Miami Heat had when they were, you know, really winning a lot of games back in the day with Braun and Bosch and D-Wade. Like, you need that guy to kind of add that spacing and that shooting for you when you drive and kick. So they've been awesome. They're 6-3 and three in their last nine road games, including wins at Houston, who has a really great home record, wins in the Laker, against the Lakers on the road, New Orleans, Dallas, Miami. They're not like a super gritty team, not a team that's like very deep, but I think they're interesting. Uh, number nine for me is the Pacers. I think Chad Buchanan is the GM of the year, and nobody even knows this dude's name. Yeah, Chad Buchanan, uh, I think, is is kind of underrated. Like, you end up getting Pascal Siakam. You almost got OG Ananobi. He's been completely silent. He's turned this team around. They don't play defense, but I think they're going to end up eventually playing defense especially like when they find the pieces that they want and like they still have mm-hmm. Jairus Walker just sitting there getting DMPs when he ends up developing they're going to be awesome but like you saw what they did against the Celtics they can come back against anyone mm-hmm. their offense is so potent that they can hang with I think any contender so they're nine for me uh number eight maybe I'm too low on this team I actually think they're probably higher in the long run than they or they're hotter now than they are probably in the long run. But I'm high on the Knicks. I'm really high on the Knicks. It was mostly about starting from the top, and then they just got pushed down and pushed down and pushed mm-hmm. down. I think OG and Anobi's completely changed this team. Yes. I would not be shocked 
if the Knicks went to the finals. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I, yeah. I don't think it happens, but yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. OG Anobi's played 14 games as a Nick. All those numbers are only like 14 points per game, yeah. six re- re- uh, rebounds per game, two assists. Like, he's an X factor. Mm-hmm. He's averaging a plus 18 rating for New York. He's shooting 40% from three. Like, that's the missing piece for this team, a guy that you can rely on and create space for everyone else. And now Dante DiVincenzo has been unlocked. Mm-hmm. The way that this team is functioning, you you end up beating the hell out of teams without two of your best players in Julius Randle yeah. and OG Ananobi. I think the Achilles heel is is probably the lack of a backup big man, and maybe Mitchell yes. Robinson does come back. Yeah. But if they can get somebody at the deadline... Like, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Like Daniel maybe, Gafford maybe was thrown Daniel out Gafford, there. Well, maybe wait, get Clint they Capella. did resign Taj Gibson again, guys. Ah, he's out there on a 10-day contract, so he's back again. Tibbs can't quit those guys. <laughs> he man. cannot. He, loves, he really he can't. He loves that team. <laughs> maybe they make a move at the deadline. If yeah. they do, I think they could be even more dangerous. Bring in Keith Bogans and Joe Q. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> you can flip yeah. the Bucks and the Knicks for me at 7 or 8. I really don't mm-hmm. care. Milwaukee has been a train wreck. They've been, like, the type of team that is really good in the regular season, but you know they're like a wet paper towel. They're just going to you're going to be able to run right through them. I don't trust their defense still. I don't trust their offense still. You know, you got Chris Middleton who's just not really healthy. I don't know how good Brooke Lopez is going to be. Like I and honestly it's all about Doc Rivers. He can't get past the second round. He's just a not a very good coach. When Keith Smith comes on your show and you say he says I am not enthused by this pick yeah. and he used to cover the Celtics day in and day out for like 20 years. You know that was the wrong pick. So I'm I'm very, very concerned about the future of the Bucks. Dame's already talking about going back to Portland. Giannis is putting pressure on the franchise to win, or he's going to be up out of there. He has a player option on his third year. He could be out of there literally next summer. Giannis would look so good in a Knicks uniform. He would look amazing oh, in a Knicks uniform. Oh, yeah. Number six for me is the Thunder. John Hollinger had a tweet that kind of summed up the OKC Thunder. Like, very, very exciting team in the regular season. But once the playoffs come around, they're going to be barbecue chicken if they don't get a big. You just can't can't see Chet dominating anyone defensively. Like, you saw what the Wolves did to Chet. Mm-hmm. Took him completely out of the game offensively. He's fouling. He's trying to get blocks. He's just kind of out of his element when you put really big guys on him, like yeah. Rudy Gobert, like Carl Anthony Towns, like Jokic. Like, even Mitchell Robinson or Isaiah Hartenstein are just too big for his frame. Like, you're talking about, like, the Wolves completely shutting them down. I think there's a bunch of teams that can do that, too. But there's five starters under 24. This team's got a super bright future. They're just a regular season problem. But I think that they end up, like, possibly getting booted out of the first round. Same thing, really, with the Celtics. This is a a team that a lot of people think is the best team in the NBA, and I just don't. Really, the truth of the matter is they're a good regular season team, but when it all comes down to it, Ryan's seen it a million times because he keeps back in this team. <laughs> Jason Tatum, ISOs, and it just bricks from 30 feet. Jalen Brown still can't go left. Do I trust Joe Missoula, the roller? I don't, tr- I don't trust him at all. I like Derek White. I really like Chris Dabbs Porzingis. But I don't know if they have enough depth. So I, I honestly don't even think they get out of the East, really. Like, I'm, I'm more high on, on the Sixers than mm-hmm. I am the Celtics, which is why the Cel- Cel- Sixers to me are four. I think this team kind of comes and goes with the health of Joel Embiid. Like, we all know that. Yep. Joel Embiid They're has They're on a 12-0 run right now. 28-21 right now. Like, if Joel Embiid is completely healthy in the playoffs, which he never has been in his entire career, I think that they could win it at all. I do. Like, this is a team that has... Damn. This has, this has a ton of depth. 
They have another maybe move to make at the mm. deadline. They've got yeah. pieces. They've got cap space. Like I've said this a million times, and it seems like a bit, but I think Kelly Oubre was the perfect vet minimum yeah. guy to be on this team. Tyrese Maxey is on the verge of becoming a superstar. And really the X factor to me is the X factor in the other way for the Milwaukee Bucks. Like Nick Nurse is that guy. He mm. knows how to unlock talent. Yeah. And I, I honestly think that this is a team that is looking at the East and saying, I think that this is the best chance that we have to make the finals. Number three is the Clippers. I think they're the most dangerous team in the NBA. Yeah. They're big. They're deep. They've got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and James Harden's playing the best basketball of his entire career. He has the highest net rating, period, in, in his entire time as a basketball player in the NBA. They're going to be a very tough out for whoever they play. Ty Lue's one of the best coaches in the, in the league, specifically in the West. I don't think that anybody in the West can out-scheme him. They're very fun to watch. Like, they just have those guys down the stretch that can get you buckets, which you super need, right? Like, Kawhi Leonard plays two-way basketball, and he's playing the best, like, he's played since probably his injuries with San Antonio. So I hope that they stay healthy because we all kind of want to see what they can do. We've all been believing. We've all been believing in them and getting let down. So let's hope that this year we actually see what their potential is, not based on, like, whether they're healthy or not, based on their talent. Number two for me is the Timberwolves. This is the only team in the West that I think like truly matches up well with the Nuggets. You, wow, I didn't realize you were this high on Minnesota. Yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah, I mean they have you know Jaden McDaniels is big. Yeah, you've got Ant Edwards who's a big guard. He matches up really well with Jamal Murray. Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert are going to give Jokic the the toughest fight that he can have. You know Jokic after the first round, actually after they won the title, said the toughest out we had was really the Timberwolves in the first round. Mm. They they played us to five, but honestly, that could have gone seven. The way that they attack Jokic, and Keith Smith talked about it a little bit too, like the way that they attack him is they've got like Rudy Gobert on Jokic full-time, and then they have Carl Anthony Towns just being that irritant and like mm-hmm. coming off ball and just making his life a living hell and, and really getting into the passing lanes when Jokic wants to be a passer. Like this is – they've got solid role players and Mike Conley that can calm the team down too. They've got a, a slow-mo Anderson, Kyle Anderson as well. Like they're deep, they're big, they're athletic, and they're built by the same guy that built the Denver Nuggets, and they built them to beat the Denver Nuggets. So number one is Denver for a reason. Like – they're just going to be my number one team all season. I don't care what they do. I think that they're still the most complete team. I don't care that they lost Bruce Brown. They still have KCP. Maybe they make a move at the deadline. But, like, there's just a lot of talent. And I don't think anyone's going to beat Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray down the stretch. So that's my 10. I like it. I it's, like it. It just, like, what Denver has built has the chance to be, I mean, they're going to be contenders for years if yeah. they stay healthy. And there's, there's going to be some tweaks on this roster. There's going to be some things. But when you think about it, like, everybody that's a part of that core is locked up. Yeah. I mean, and if they can keep KCP, KCP's a big part of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He, he's the guy that doesn't put up the big numbers that people pay attention to as much, but from defensive standpoint, a 3 and D guy, and occasionally can go out there and, and score if you need There'll it. There'll be but, one game in the yeah. finals where he'll have 27. Yep, and he'll go like 5 of 7 from mm-hmm. 3 or something Same along those lines. Same thing with Aaron Gordon. Yeah. And yeah, and Aaron Gordon, lockdown defender. Lockdown defender. Number big. one player like, on the Orlando Magic, and now he's the fourth option. Like, when your number one guy yeah. is now a, your fourth guy, yeah. like, that's how you know you're really, really good. It's just, I mean, it's just crazy what they've been able to build there and then to be able to keep this thing together. And you look around and all these other teams with the turnover and the lack of chemistry. God, they really have, like, everything that you could ask for there. So, all right, we wrap things up next. Bet MGM tonight.